From Up North News, I'm Pat Wrightlow. Time for some headlines, some commentary, our daily coronavirus update on the pandemic in Wisconsin, and a look at some of the other stories that our reporters are covering over at upnorthnewswi.com. Let's start with the pandemic numbers where the state is now marking 32 consecutive days where the average daily number of new coronavirus cases has gone down. There were 938 new cases reported Friday by the Department of Health Services. That means six of the last seven days, the state has logged fewer than 1,000 new coronavirus infections. Hospitalizations continue to trend lower. Vaccinations, of course, are going up. We're now up to 213,000 people in the, in the state who've received their second dose of COVID-19 vaccine. 900,000 doses overall have been administered. There were 11 more deaths because of COVID-19 in the state. The death toll now 6,151. Well, there was a battle of sorts between President Biden and Governor Tony Evers, and the President of the United States blinked. It actually wasn't that melodramatic. It's just that President Bush is coming to Milwaukee next week, having a town hall on CNN at the Pabst Theater, and had scheduled it for Tuesday evening at 7 o'clock, apparently unaware that that's also when Governor Evers was going to deliver his budget address to the legislature. So the President and CNN have moved that event now to 8 o'clock on Tuesday. When the governor unveils his budget, it will include a $43 million investment in the rural economy. And as one of our stories online explains, making that kind of an investment is good for the entire state economy. Agriculture puts more than $100 billion into the state economy overall. It's not just farms and grain elevators, it's warehouses, truckers, the shipping ports around the state, and of course the stores and more. And so that investment is going to be targeted in ways that help farmers who have really been struggling and are looking for new markets. So you can read details on that story. Our editorial in our Friday morning newsletter is about how the Legislative Audit Committee is asking the state's Audit Bureau to do an audit of the November election. And here we go again. The election, which has been shown in recounts and in court cases to have been on the level, will now be audited for any little thing that certain politicians can pounce on and say that for whatever little reason it is, the entire election should be overturned. It's as if they've learned nothing about what's being talked about this week in the impeachment trial, that telling a lie like that, just undermining democracy, could lead to a violent insurrection that leaves people dead. And yet there are state legislators that want to continue this narrative to try to undermine the Joe Biden presidency. Finally, a couple of stories we have put online about Black History Month, and in both cases, they simply remind us that you hear a lot of stories for years and years and years, and at some point, historians like to remind you there's more than meets the eye to these stories, and it's, it's worth it to do a little extra reading and, and go in depth. In one of our stories, a historian tells us that while some stories certainly get covered about our role in the Underground Railroad, uh, the Great Migration, and so forth, uh, there are other stories that get glossed over, that there were, in fact, plenty of enslaved people here in Wisconsin in the state's early years. And there are also stories of freed Black residents who became entrepreneurs and owned lead mines back in the day, uh, things that we could all stand to learn more about when we talk about our state's early history. The other story is about the uh, escape of Joshua Glover. He was an enslaved person in the St. Louis area who escaped and came to the Milwaukee area in 1852. About two years later, under the Fugitive Slave Act, he was captured and was going to be brought down south, but 
uh, a mob basically of abolitionists helped spring him from the jail in Milwaukee and help him get to, the, to Canada. But this is more than just a story about a bunch of white heroes rescuing one black man. There were black abolitionists involved and there were plenty of white people in Wisconsin that uh, may have taken part, but they weren't taking part because of reasons related to racism so much as about politics and other motivations. So read more of that online as well that our reporters have put together over at upnorthnewswi.com. Have a great weekend. I'm Pat Wrightlow.